Welcome to the newsstand of the hottest new podcast, Opinions to Million, with your hosts, Big G, Money Mo, and Shani, where we'll be discussing the latest and greatest heat from the culture. Man, did you hear that beat drop? Y'all ain't ready. Let's get straight into it. Opinions to reach a million followers, opinions to reach a million dollars. New pod dropping every week. I officially welcome you to Opinions to Million Podcast. Let the beat rock. Welcome, welcome, welcome back at it for another one. Episode 44. Couldn't be happier. We got Cam. We got Maya. No. Big G. Let's see if more people join us as we start. Man, we ready to get straight into it. We got a short one today. A couple of hard-hitting topics. Start a Black History Month. And they released the body camera footage. Over in Memphis, and Mr. Beast cares cancer. Dry January is officially over. The NFL, man, they said that during the scripted. Tom Brady finally hung it up, man. Only if he would have just uh, hung it up two years ago, he still might have had his family, man. Ocho Cinco said he saved 87% of all his money. Boxing, no, did you see this joint? Lunch lady steals $1.5 million worth of chicken wings. That joint was wild. Joe Biden, man. Joe Biden is hiding them documents. Lotto, Lotto selling her cheetah print underwears. And lastly, not least, man. You can't forget tax season coming up. I'm going to go ahead and get started. Black History Month. Yes, sir. They gave us the shortest month. But we're going to make it do what it do. First off, I mean, y'all don't know that Black History Month is almost 100 years old. It was started in 1915, right? It wasn't like initially called Black History Month, but uh, like first started celebration, it was 1915. So in two years, I mean, three years, in two years, actually, you know, Black History Month will be a hundred, hundred years old. Hmm. I think that in schools it needs to be like more of an emphasis put on like Black History. Like, I know they've been talking about um taking a like taking out like the the critical race theory and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like I work at like I only see middle school and they really don't know anybody outside of like. Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King. Okay, that's, that's sad. Like, they glorify. I mean, that's you use Black History Fund to find out about all the great things that the Black people have done. I mean, we can go around just real quick. Mm-hmm. Name your favorite Black History person. Hmm. Uh... I mean, I don't really have no favorite. I, mean, I feel like it's oh, just like, that's a lot of people's favorite. I mean, do you, you got a favorite? That sounds like a bluffing answer. It's not a bluffing answer. You don't got a favorite. If I had to choose, um, don't like sing Malcolm Nah, I was gonna sing Malcolm X. That's crazy, man. That's wild. Yeah, I just like the movie. You cannot use Malcolm X. You can't use no Rosa Parks. You can't use Harriet Tubman. I ever had to choose. I'd probably say like, like Frederick Douglass. 
I'll let you slide on that. Why Frederick? Yeah, that's a good one. I don't I think mean, it's a one, good one. Everybody knows Frederick Douglass was the most photographed person in his day. More like, no, not even white people. There's not even a white person that had more photos taken of him in what's the wrong 19th. With Frederick Douglass, bro? I just think that's an easy one, man. Y'all learn about Frederick. See, we learn about Frederick Douglass in school. Bro, but these kids these days don't be learning about none of that. And that's the crazy I'm going to let you slide with Frederick Douglass. You got to give us some reason why. I mean, I just got one from Maryland, so, you know, got represent for the home team. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I I don't know. I just like, like his hair. Like he married a white woman? He married a white woman? Yeah. Nah. After, yeah, all his kids was by a black woman, but all, during his later years in life, he got remarried to a white woman. I got to see proof. See, look, my man taking people he don't even know. Uh, I'm about to Omar Johnson. I'm dead. That's a good one. Maya, you got a favorite no, black not. history person? Maya's bluffing. Mine would be Nelson Mandela. Nah, she probably would choose like Maya Angelou or something. I'm dead. Nelson Mandela. I think Nelson Mandela might be one of the greatest uh, black history leaders, man. Uh, You think about what he did during the apartheid, bringing the apartheid down. The fact that as him doing this activation, activist work and all of that, now, my man Nelson Mandela spent 27 years in prison, man. 27 I mean, years. What all do you respect, though? It's like... To get out he, and then become president of the country. But that was for self-advocate. He wasn't doing it for the people over in America. Ain't nobody said nothing about no America and all of that. What you mean? Black, black. That's black history. Black means African-American, not African. Black history, man. Nelson Mandela was helping. See, you should have listened to Umar Johnson the other day because you're messing up. Umar said there is no African American. Sure not. What is he? He from Delaware or something like that? We all have the same blood. That Shaka Zulu all runs through all song. That runs through us all. Maya, what's your what's your favorite black history person? My favorite black history person, I'm not going to say my favorite, but a black history person that inspired a lot of black political movements has to be Marcus Garvey and his ideology. Oh, Marcus Garvey. And why would you pick him? Right. Because you got to think about back in that time, he was viewing some of the same things that we're still working towards today. So I feel like, I don't know. Inspirational. And, and he's the father of Pan-Africanism. Oh, and, I'm not saying it for that. I'm just saying. And did you know Marcus Garvey had the largest organization of any Black organization? Even at his time, they had over a million members. More than the NAACP is, it was, his organization was 
Uh, you in? I want to say you. I have to, I have to, I might have to provide that scholarship on the next pod, yeah. but I guess this is one. His name, uh, his name is Benjamin Banneker. And why did you pick him? Because he's from Baltimore. And he was a famous mathematician, astronomer, and he wrote a lot of almanacs. He also helped design Washington, D.C. Yeah, his organization was called the UNIA, Universal Negro Improvement Association. The UNIA was one of the biggest movements for blacks across the world, had members all over the world, over a million members back in Marcus Garvey Day. Yeah, Marcus no, Garvey's not, a good one. I mean, we got a Michael Max Parents was um was followers of Marcus Garvey. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were in under the lineage or tutelage of Marcus Garvey. Um you know, we named all men, but what about the women? Who are say some of the influential women that you would name and inspired? Um, I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> the journey truth. Why would you say the journey truth? Because I did a book report on her in elementary school. Mm. I knew you one. Uh Mother Mary Lane. See, I don't I don't know about that one. Well, well, she, about she, came, she came from Haiti to Baltimore and started her own order of like all black nuns. Oh my goodness. Oh for real. And she taught like, you know, free uh Free like ch like free black children before you know what I'm saying it was legal. She found a school in 1828 mm, called St. Francis Academy. Sounds like indoctrination. <laughs> what high school did you go to? St. Like... Francis Academy. <laughs> I say some of the women. I say Madam C.J. Walker. I don't think that one needs an explanation. Right, with all she did for hair care and beauty. Um, another one I would say, uh, I'll provide y'all some scholarship on this. Nanny in the Maroons down in Jamaica. She was definitely instrumental and instrumental in helping fight against the colonizers in Jamaica. Mm. Mary McLeod Bethune. Uh, then, then you have, then you have your normals that everybody knows about. You know your Rosa Parks, your Harriet Tubman's, Coretta mm -hmm. Scott Kings. You know most of us know that, but you know as we have our pod on Black History Month, we're going to try to provide a little scholarship on some of the great stuff that Black people have done at the beginning of each each podcast. We need to do some research. Yeah, man, you got to come with some better stuff. My man said Franklin Douglas. <laughs> We're going to keep it moving, man. Highly anticipated. 
they let the body camera footage release. They released the body camera footage of the five black officers beaten. What's his name? It was like Tyree or something. Tyree. Uh, Tyree. I don't know his last name, man. But what's your thoughts on that situation? Did y'all watch it? Me, personally, I did not watch it. I saw, like, just during watching the regular news, like, a couple clips. But, you know, they said the beating was definitely prolonged. And it was a long video of the cops, the whole altercation and everything. I couldn't take myself to watch the whole thing. And... I mean, I watched a little bit of it for real. Um, it was definitely crazy. Like, they was really just, like, it looked like some, some like, hood stuff. Like, they, he was handcuffed, I believe. They was swinging around, taking, like, everybody was getting chances to take punches and stuff. He was on the ground. One cop came running up, pushed another cop out the way so he didn't get a kick in. Like, it was real, like, I don't know what problem they had with him, but it was definitely, it was definitely something like it was a little personal. Yeah, most definitely. I don't, I'm, I'm definitely thinking, I mean, this is going to be a, wow. We're going to see how it plays out, but yeah, they definitely, those cops probably going to be fired. There's going to be a lot of investigations gone. And then the fact that they were black just makes it that much worse. And right. I don't know. I don't know if it's like with these ones, is it because they were, I don't know what it is, man. Is it the blue it's or it's black? Racist or because it's just bad cops? I mean, I think there was a lot going on. I think they were probably bad cops. Then uh, on top of that, they were on a special unit. I think the special unit has a lot to do with it. I think their unit was called Scorpion or something like that. I think there's mm -hmm. another another complex that comes even just on top of the regular blue on black. Then it kind of like squares itself when you have, all right, I'm not only in my blue on black, but now I'm special forces within the blue, right? You go on the special right. targeted scorpion, um, scorpion unit. And then they said like, I mean, I guess it's just kind of that way. Like, they built up so much clout and cachet. Like, they, they were bringing in weapons and drugs and solving cases that, you know, a lot of people mm -hmm. were overlooking the things and tactics that they were using. So, um, no, it's definitely, it's crazy because I just got done rewatching the, um, the, the City is Ours about the, uh, the Gun Trace Task Force mm -hmm. uh, from Baltimore. And, like, literally everything that you said was, like, going on with them for real. Like, they was bringing in drugs and guns and stuff like that, but they was mm -hmm. also doing, like, a lot of illegal stuff. And, like, half of them were black. But I feel like with them, it wasn't, like, you no know, racist stuff. They was just doing illegal stuff. It was taking money. It was taking drugs and selling, you know, racketeering charges, all that. But, like, like you said, it was getting overlooked because they were still doing, they was putting up numbers. We're mm -hmm. in a place where, like, a lot of other cops wasn't really trying to do that because, like, you know, the whole, like, cultural, the whole environment during that time. Yeah, man, I don't know. With this one, I might have to sit down and watch the video, but from what I seen when they was kind of at that, like, intersection and it was, like, three or four cops holding them and it was, like, they was just rotating, hitting, punching, and kicking them, like, 
Mm-hmm. There's no there's no justification for that. And then for him to be mm-hmm. black on top of that, like you already had him subdued. Like you cannot and no reasonable person can explain that it takes five people to take out or take down a man and get him in um non-compromising position that when especially when he's already handcuffed, like there's right. no way. Right, it takes five officers and the tactics and stuff that they were using. Right, but yeah, it's unfortunate. We're gonna see how it plays out. They recently Wait, had did he funeral. die? Yeah, he died. They had his funeral. Oh, they had his funeral over the past week, and okay. you know, I'm pretty sure that the family's gonna be suing the city. You know, I mean, it's crazy because even when a lot of these cases, what they don't, what they don't talk about is even if some of them, like in the past where the criminal charges have been lost, like the cities are still paying for these cases criminally. They're paying out millions and millions of dollars. Like they're losing the civil cases which in some, mm-hmm. even when they're winning the criminal cases, right? So like in the Freddie Gay case like Freddie Gray, they lost criminal, but they won civil. Right? Yeah, Breonna Taylor pay out like six mil, I think. Breonna Taylor, yeah, Breonna Taylor, same thing. Right. And a lot of mm. these cases, Eric Garner, same thing. Like the the cities are still paying, right? So you might as well take the upfront investment, invest in the police officers and all of that. And then, like, I mean, you just got a lot. Like, the more you neglect it, the more you got to do. You got a lot of stuff going on. I'll just defund police, defund police. Like, mm-hmm. why? I agree with it. I don't think it's like defund, take money. I think you just need to refund. put it in different places. Yeah. You need to put it in different places. But, I mean, it's something you really got to think about because then you really think about it. It's like, all right, if you go with that whole defund the police narrative and you want to limit for mental health calls and you want to bring out social workers and things of that nature, right? Most right. of those people that are in those fields are black women. So now you just substituting police officers for the front line to put them at the front line. So, I mean, it's a lot right. you got to think about going into it and you need to take a whole... I mean, and that's, that's the thing, like... It's a lot. I f- like. I feel like even though, like, some of them might be, you know, I don't, it's just certain situations where I feel like a lot of people who aren't police officers, they're not going to want to put themselves into. You get what I'm saying? Like, he's saying they like put these people to the front lines, but these people ain't really trying to go to the front lines. Yep. And like. You know, if I went to school and I, you know, did all that, I'm not about to be up here risking my life. You know, because that's not what I, that's not what my job was, that's not what I thought my job was going to be. So, I don't know. Everybody got an idea until it's time to execute something. Yep, we need to keep everybody. Post it, see how this plays out. See if the officers 
get cards, Chairman We're gonna definitely gonna keep y'all up to speed with this whole situation. Up next, man, did you see this video that Mr. Beast put out? Mr. Beast recently put out a video and he cleared a thousand people of blindness, man. And that journey was crazy. I didn't know that that half of the world's blindness popular blind population can be cured by a 10-minute surgery. That's wild. Mm. Hey, Mr. Beast a guy, he be like giving out money on TikTok and stuff, right? Yeah. So would he just pay for the surgeries? Yeah, he had um, a video where he paid for a thousand people to get uh, the surgery so that they could um, mm. see again. And it was wild. Did it actually work? Yeah. It was a ten minute. It was a ten minute surgery, and half mm. of half of all the people in the world that are blind could see again with the ten minute surgery. So it's wild. Think about that. And then a lot of people were giving Mr. Beats backlash because they were saying that, oh, he's using these people for clout and content and all of that. And uh, a lot of people were mad that that half of the world's population that is blind can be um, cured from it, from a 10-minute mm -hmm. surgery saying that, oh, government should step in to do something to help these people out and, you know, the greedy capitalistic society and all of this. But when you think about it, that is crazy because a lot of people like blind, I think like he hit it perfectly on the nail, like something that affects everybody. Like you couldn't imagine going blind. And then if you know that there is a small, like 10 minute surgery that you could go from not seeing or seeing fuzzy and all of that, to seeing mm -hmm. crystal clear, like, that's right. wild. I mean, you gotta think like that surgery. Or it might be only ten minutes, but it's only probably like so expensive and pretty. Like it's probably so expensive, and then you gotta think like the whole like healthcare system. I feel like there's a lot of things that they keep from like like lower class people just because they still want to make money off of them. Like there's no reason why like. Like, take, like, Jerry Jones, a man that had, like, five, like, heart attacks and this man still walking around and stuff like that. But he, that's only because he got money. So, um, you think the government should pay for, like, all the surgeries? I don't know if pay for, but I definitely do think you, they should sponsor or come up with some program, right? So, like, a lot of the people on there were just like everyday normal working people, right? And a lot of them were saying that, you know, I was the breadwinner for my family when I started coming down with this disease or whatever they were suffering or starting to go blind, that it prevented them from working, right? So you're telling mm -hmm. me a 10-minute surgery could get these people back in the workforce and start making money. I definitely think for something as minuscule as that, that... There should be some type of program where you can be like kind of like layaway, buy now, pay later. Like it's it's in the government's best interest to get people back out in the work field, right? And if you're saying that you can't work because you started going blind and your blindness could be cured, I think that's a good investment 
into your people from the government. Mm. Right? Not so necessarily. Why do you think the why do you think it hasn't been like pushed? Well, no, I think I, I think something will be. I think Mr. Beast put a big spotlight on it because a lot of people like I think most people just have a rudimentary understanding of like a lot how a lot of systems work. Like until I saw that video, I had no idea that half of the world's population of blind people could be fixed and see again from a 10 minute surgery. Like, I'm pretty sure if you ask that, like if you thought people were going blind, like if you went and asked a random person about blindness, like they think it's something like it's irreversible. Once you blind, like you you know what I'm saying? There's no coming back. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think it's education. I'm pretty sure out of this Mr. Beef video that something is going to come up, right? But I, I do think there should be some type of programs put in place, especially for people that are suffering or need surgeries and things of that nature. And they're out of work because of that. I think it's in the government's best interest to help those people get back into the workforce and then they can have some type of payment plan to pay off their surgeries, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But right. the the people out there that are giving Mr. Beast backlash, I mean, I don't think it's cloud chasing. That's the content game. That's the game people are in. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and if you know anything about Mr. Beast, like all the money he makes from his videos, he puts back into his channel to make more videos. So it's not like he's just out here using these people to make a whole bunch of money and keeping it all. He's recycling literally every dollar and cent that he's making from his videos. So was like, was he already rich and then started doing this? Or he just no, nah, he just did it straight from YouTube. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Straight from YouTube. He was just like, yeah, he got his um he was doing videos online. Like at first he was doing like weird like videos accounting to um a hundred thousand saying people's names uh, a million times and things like that. Then he mm. got up to where he got his first brand deal. He was like, yeah, they wanted to give me $5,000 to shout them out in my video. And I was like, well, what you do is make it 10,000 and I'll go out and give that sponsorship money <laughs> to the first random homeless person I see on the street. And they were like, whoa, right. whoa, whoa, whoa. And then that's kind of from like from there, that's how it it went. And then he started going up. When you listen to his strategy, he says the majority of all the money that he makes from his videos will go right back into the next videos. So oh wow. Uh... Let's keep it moving. Dry January. We finally made it, man. Dry January got extended, but how was your dry? How was your dry January? It was uh it was definitely a challenge. Um, For real? um yeah. I didn't think it was a challenge. I was great. Nah. Okay. You were struggling? Yeah. It's not because like I miss alcohol. It's because like it's a lot of like 
I miss the social activity that came with like drinking. Mm-hmm. We went from like, all right, let's go to this happy hour, let's go to this party, you know, let's do such and such to like, all right, let's drink some like, you know, pickle juice and ginger beer and, and <laughs> yeah, it was nasty, bro. I mean, I guess that's like the challenge, like a dry January. It really doesn't challenge you because you kind of just like go seclude yourself for right whole month, right? Like, I guess the real challenge would be like trying to stay active and go out and do all kinds of stuff, and then not yeah, drink. Because like everybody around you still drinking, I was like, yeah, why you not taking shots? Let's go, let's go do that. He's like, nah, I can't. So you just gotta like. You know, like usually the points where like you go to a little happy hour spot, the food don't taste the same because you're not drunk. <laughs> I'm dying. So it was definitely, it was definitely crazy. Like not doing it again. For real, man. I really yeah. start doing this all every year. This joint gives you a nice start out to the year. I'm feeling revitalized, good blood's pumping, good. Uh, I don't know for all that. I'm dead. For real. I'm going to go to happy hour the next day. Mm-hmm. I'm extending my job January. I'm going to see how long I can keep it running. I fully support you, but I will not. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The NFL, man. What's going on with NFL being fake? I don't, it's like, so I don't know if anybody know Aaron Foster. He was a running back for real. Um, he retired a couple of years ago, and pretty much he he went on like some podcasts, so, and then like every every season they they would like give him a script on how like he should play and what's gonna happen in the game and stuff like that. And I feel like it's cat because yeah. like it's no it's no way though. Like don't get me wrong, I'm pretty sure like they probably swing a couple games here and there, but like the whole script and how everything gonna go. That's too much. I feel like he either caught chasing or it's that CTE. Because, like, I, I feel like out of all the people that funnel in and out of the NFL, there would have been a lot more people saying stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, the average person in the NFL is not making enough money where something like that, like, if you got an exclusive on that, that mm-hmm. you would ignore it. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, and then there's a lot of hands, t- a lot of exchanges taking place. It's like, all right, so right. even if not it was- really, because you only need a few select players to determine a game. All the quarterback has to do is fumble the ball, throw an interception. The game is done. So he's saying, from what he said, he was getting notes. So you're talking about the equipment managers and all of them, the office people cleaning, like nobody seeing these notes getting passed around and right. things of that nature. Like in in the NFL, like I think it would be a lot easier to go through the refs than it would to go to the actual players. Right. To cheat. You know what I'm saying? So my you think it's real? Why do you think it's real? It's not that I don't think it's real or that is real. I think that 
there's a lot of things that you don't know about. And not saying that what he was saying was true, but I wouldn't be surprised if there was some stuff going on with the NFL. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. But as far as like what he was saying, like fake an injury here, like I, I don't know if they would be that far. I mean, maybe not the NFL, but maybe there might be a select few or group of people trying to throw the nah, games. I, feel like I do believe like, that could be true. The way he was talking, he was like, such such one score, this many touchdowns, had this many yards, stuff like that. Like, there's no way. Yeah, that you, you can't. Up here and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, like, all 22 people in the field is going to be following that same script every play. Every yeah, game. that means everybody would have to be on it. Like, yeah, right, well, twenty-two and a half yards. This play, like, that's wild. I just think I think the NFL is just too large of an organization for something like that to be happening, and then nobody right. speak out about it, right? Um. Now, on the other hand, do you think there is a case where? either somebody could have been messing with him or maybe somebody at his organization was doing something, not necessarily. I mean, you NFL. know, like, they, like, they've been, they've been getting in trouble a lot for, like, throwing games to get, like, more, like, better draft placement and stuff like that, like, tanking. Uh-huh. So I feel like that could have been the case for him because when he played for the Texans, you know the Texans were not good. Mm-hmm. Back when he was playing for real. So it could have been like, all right, you're not gonna get this many yards. Don't score such a touchdown because you still wanna you don't wanna win that game. So you get a better draft card, a better draft uh pick. Yep. So I feel like it could have been one of those situations. But like, you know, back then people wasn't really calling it out as much as they are now. So That's I don't I don't know what he's going through, but No, we're gonna pray for that, brother. I don't know what's going on. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I I think the or I just think the organization is too large, and yeah. for them to be faking, to be faking all of it, like money mouth. Dave, I fall, y'all. Good. Hold up, one sec. Yeah, so I don't know, man. I just think I just think it's. I wouldn't say impossible, but it's definitely not probable that they would be faking all of that. Like, and then from what you said, Cam, like to that detail, if something was fake, I think it would be something minute, right? Like you're not faking injuries. You're not faking yards and touchdown. Like you're going to have two touchdowns and, Seventy-five yards this game. Like, come on, man. Like he's really saying, like everything that goes in that from the script. Like people are suspended. Like people's like, uh, I ain't gonna get the little memes on Twitter been going crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let me ask you this: You know that in some of these players' contracts, and definitely a player like uh, him from his caliber, they have incentives in their contract. Do you think somebody from the organization could have been coming and placing notes in his locker saying to eat your to meet your end of the year bonus goal, you need to do this this game? 
Because you know they're like, right. all right, for the season, you need to have 2,000 rushing yards, right? Right. Or you need to have 10 touchdowns, and if you meet that, then you get a $10 million bonus in your contract. Right? Like, one of the reasons AD was mad is because I think he needed, like, two more catches in order to meet his bonus you know, mm-hmm. for his contract or something. So maybe that's the situation. Maybe somebody maybe. was like, all right, you know what I'm saying? You on track. If you want to stay on track this game, we need two touchdowns and we need 250 yards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think I'll that's more that. plausible. That could be something. Yeah, that's definitely more plausible for real. Um, I don't know, but you know how people always like take things out of context. I'm going to like really – like really watch the video more, um, just to see like if he was taking it like if he was really serious or not. But like I say it could just be for clout, or it could be like yeah, I feel like the secret society in the NFL that was saying like we could do this or we could do that. Like depending on how he was talking for real. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. if it was true, right? He he would be able to make way more money. Oh, we backs like that. Playing the odds. Then Hold on, Gary talking, talking about the about NFL speak. Yeah, we talking about. Yeah, oh, nah, y'all entertained that. It's like that was just. <laughs> no, what you say though? What's your thoughts? I was saying that. Um, I think it was like you know how they have the in their contracts they have like stipulations say like you can get a bonus if you meet these metrics. I was saying that maybe somebody was placing the notes in his locker and saying like. All right, you on track to meet your bonuses if you do. Yeah, that, I, I believe that. that makes sense. That makes sense. Right. So I believe like, that. You need to have a hundred yards. You need two touchdowns, and if you do that, you'll be on track to meet your end of the year bonus. Right. Yeah, I feel like that definitely more sense. But yeah, I I just think like there's too many moving parts in the NFL for them to rig the whole joint. Like and, I, and yeah. if they did, I think the refs would be the way to go, not the players. Right, because it's so they use the same refs, so it's easy for somebody to threaten a ref that the NFL don't know about. Mm-hmm. Mafia, all types of stuff. And then it's like, all right, if that's the case, like you would make more money with the sports betting than coming out and exposing it. Like, right. you want to be on the end on that? Right. And like I said, with sports betting on the rise, maybe their brothers are betting. You know what I'm saying? They're not betting. Maybe they're close friends. Their close friends definitely bet on them. Mm-hmm. And they probably have talks within their close friends, like joking around maybe when they're at the bar, like, oh, just do this for this game. I believe that. That's easy. I can see myself. Yeah. Yeah, but I, mean, I think nobody – I don't think anybody's going to seriously entertain the NFL being fake, man. This ain't right. WWE. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then, Larry, let's keep it moving, man. When the NFL, what's going on with Tom Brady, man? Tom Brady officially announced his retirement. He out of here, man. Do y'all think he should have came back in the first place? My man lost his whole family for an extra couple years of football, man. That's uh, wild. Nah, I, I ain't going to lie, bro. I feel like the whole, like, losing his family situation, for I feel like it was definitely crazy. Um because you got to look at it from his perspective. Like, he didn't leave for, like, 20 years, bro. That's longer than, than many people 
and play like football at that point was his whole his whole personality, his whole heart. Like that's I don't think I just think he had trouble separating from it. Mm-hmm. But once you come back, you know what I'm saying? He ain't played too good this year. He he ain't played bad, but he ain't expect to have that type of season. Yeah. So I feel like he finally realized, like, all right, you know, I'm damn near 50. It's time to pack it up. Right. And that's the thing, too. It's like um, nobody can argue seven rings. Like, people say he ruined his legacy. Like, at the end of the day, it's still seven rings. So it's like, I do think it makes you forget about a person, maybe. if Because if if he would have won, nobody knows that, like, if he, that he was going to his last Super Bowl. He was like, he could, he should have went out that way. He probably thought he could win another one. That's how it usually happens. They get back to backs or come close. Mm-hmm. Right. But, yeah, I mean, he got bored with the wife at home. They've been had marital problems probably. Not had a young girl it seems like. I'm dead. Yeah. yeah. Let's keep moving, man. What do y'all think about that Ocho Cinco interview, man? Ocho Cinco said he finds spirit, all his jewelry respect. He going on McDonald's for first dates. Mm. <laughs> That's the best. You know, he talked like that for a little while, though. Like, I'll be watching the um, yeah, little I Am Athlete podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, he used to always say that, like, you know, that's just how he wanted to spend his money. Like, he spent. Like his first year of his contract, he slept in the um in the stadium. That's crazy. Right. So I mean, is it smart? Yeah, it's smart. Like he still got a whole bunch of bread compared to people who went broke like a year after leaving the league. But is it smart, yo? Because I mean, I think like yeah. you gotta think about it from two ways. Like being cheap is different than wisely spending your money like you like at a certain level like like come on man like you shouldn't like I can understand you not want to splurge a hundred thousand and fly private everywhere but flying coach and buying Claire's fake jewelry like the, if you, the amount of money he has there's a way that you can put that money in investments and be getting enough money and dividends each year where you would never touch the principal and you can live a decent life. Like, I, I think there's a difference between wisely managing your money and just being cheap, yo. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like it's good because it can maybe like, you know, because everybody knows him for that. And at the end of the day, people would know he has money. So like, uh, I think bad, what's her name? Bad Barbie said it too. It's like, people, if people know you're rich, why you got to act like it more? You know, so I, and he he enjoys his life. I think mm-hmm. the McDonald's thing, he does, he definitely, like I seen him on Twitter, he definitely goes out and different things, but I feel like he can, he likes, people seeing him humble too. Like mm-hmm. people seeing him a coach, not just in first class, but even though it doesn't mean that he's in first class, but people will probably think he's more humble if he's in coach and stuff like that. Yeah, but I mean, some stuff is just luxury comfort. I mean, like the food, I don't even really yeah. matter. Worry about because if you even look at like Warren Buffett, Warren Buffett eats McDonald's every day, man. And he is a yeah. right. He's he's eating McDonald's, Big Macs and stuff. He's eating McDonald's for breakfast, and he's going to the steakhouse for dinner. Like he's doing the same thing every day. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't think, but 
what I was saying, I think there's a difference between being cheap and wisely managing your money. Like, I don't think you should be splurging, but bragging about flying coach, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I like it. it's not really cheap for real. Like, he, I feel like if he wanted to live that lifestyle, he could live that lifestyle. But he just making different choices. Like, he maybe he's saying, like, all right, what's the point of me getting a private jet when I can just get the same place where I'm going on coach? Yeah, but you can fly business at first. Yeah. I mean, I don't, he probably do sometimes. Like, yeah, I think he does more. It's just like he probably just says it. Yeah, and then, and then how much of it is just a hype up for the pod versus like is he flying coach everywhere or he fly coach once a once a year to say he fly coach? No, I think it's definitely some hype man. I know like even on the show you say he definitely like a private chef and all that. Like mm -hmm. he was really at TDB noodles and cooking for his own food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess it just depends on. You know, he probably splurges on other places, right? And things that you really don't find value in, you just don't splurge on. Right. Yeah, that's true. Man, yo, who y'all think going to win the Super Bowl? Chiefs or the Eagles? I got Eagles. You know, I seen, I couldn't find this joint again, but I seen like a, a reel or something of a, somebody that posted um, oh, yeah, it was fake. It was fake. It was that good. Oh, it's fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, um, all the NFL winners and stuff. I was like, yo, that's wild if they really got that joint. Yeah, I looked it up. He was supposed to post a win to that. I mean, this year. So he's going to get this one, but um, they, they, um, they, uh, they photoshopped all the other ones. The next ones is next year. Oh, uh, okay. He came out and said, yo, that's not me. I was like, oh, my God. I'm dead. You that's really, funny, though. And then you that's really powerful. think the Eagles are <laughs> Yeah, they just got – I think they're too dominant all around. You know what I'm saying? Patrick Mahomes, yeah, you never know. Do magic wise. Yeah. Two black quarterbacks facing off. That's, a, mm -hmm. that's good. They already hating, saying Patrick Mahomes not black. I'm dead. Yeah, they, I seen that video of his pops at the joint. Yo was leading off that crown <laughs> roll. Said it in that crowd. <laughs> yeah. Girl <laughs> pack. Right. They said he was white till they seen that video. I'm dead. Boss was having a good old time. <laughs> Classic old head. Right. I'm dead. Man, we got some exciting botches matches coming up, man. We got Jake Paul. Versus Tommy Fury coming, and we hopefully this joint comes and don't get delayed like last time. Javante Davis versus <laughs> Garcia, man. What's your thoughts on them joints? I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think that Garcia one's gonna happen. It's something going. It's too good to be true. And there's so much money, like Garcia. What's the Lomachenko? Is him? Is it? Is it? Tank, Haney, uh, there's so much money they could be made not fighting each other that why would they fight each other? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and then their divisions are so close, like literally can bounce between 130, 135, 140, 
and you got various pools of opponents. And then you right. know how boxing works with all the belts. Like, literally, like, you could be – it's ridiculous. Like, you don't have to have um... – Wish I throw on Jake Paul, man. You think Jake Paul gonna get some respect on his name after he fight Tommy Fury? Yeah, definitely. They're gonna say he's rigged though. I'ma say it. I'm dead. <laughs> I think I think Jake Paul's knocking him out within five rounds, man. Mm. Five rounds. Uh. Dude, let's do the drunk movie, man. Did y'all see this story, man? Lunch lady. <laughs> A lunch lady stole $1.5 million worth of chicken wings from school. <laughs> <laughs> she's arrested. I think she's right now in jail on $300,000 bond, yo. What the heck are you doing with $1.5 million worth of chicken wings? Like, hey, where are you keeping them? What school is she wearing where they actually doing chicken wings, bro? You know, know. Must, you know how many chicken wings that is? <laughs> Yo, it's 11,000 cases. Dang. 11? Yeah, like, where did you hide these joints? Like, ain't no way. 11,000 cases of chicken wings? That's crazy. What do you think? If you steal from the school, you sell them to, like, restaurants and stuff like that? Yo, ain't no restaurant buying a case of chicken wings from somebody backseat. You never know, bro. (laughs) Nah, ain't nobody doing that. That's wild. I mean, I ain't talking about like like, Denny's or nothing like that. Probably like some. You're talking about Chinese. I mean, yeah, probably um, some little corner spot, local uh, carryout type joint. Right. Probably made way more than that. (laughs) Eleven thousand cases, yo. $1.5 $1.5 million. That's a lot. That's wild. Well, I'm trying to see what's going on with these Joe Biden documents, man. They are saying that Biden, they did a search of Biden's home today. He's trying to see if they found any more documents. They didn't find no more classified documents, but they confiscated some other kind of notes and stuff. Said that needs needs to go back for further examination. It's crazy how they try to keep this joint out of the spotlight. But when Trump right. had his joint, like that joint was everywhere, blasted all over the place, man. Keep the same energy. And then also, oh. I feel like Sorry. this um, is being used to kind of um, as a smoky mirrors. Because remember before these Biden documents were leaked, that uh, Hunter Biden laptop was starting to pick up a lot more traction you now. And then it seemed like all oh, Hunter Biden laptop went to Joe Biden got classified documents at multiple offices and his home. Man, it was documents all over the place. Joe Biden's door had classified documents from when he was a senator. That joins well. And it's crazy that <laughs> like anybody else will go to prison for that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like this point, every president has some classified documents. Nah, man. Yeah. Obama came out and said he don't got none. Oh. <laughs> nah, bro. He got some stuff. Obama came out and said, they didn't clear. Nah, because they had put like a press thing out and said all former presidents and former vice presidents chat and make sure. They're like, I don't know what the management of classified documents is, but how is people getting these joints all over the place? 
this willy-nilly walking around with classified documents? Mm-hmm. Man, did y'all see this? Uh, it was uh, my fault. That's crazy with that. Because it's like, even with like, the security don't check everything. You know what I'm saying? People be hiding it. Mm-hmm. Legs or something like that. Oh, that's crazy. Yep. So it's definitely, yeah. Did y'all see this Tom Foolery? Tom Foolery with uh, Lotto and these uh, panties. That joint was wild. Oh, they yeah. Snapped, they snapped some pictures already since yeah. she was wearing the same uh, underwears uh, two days in a row. And then she went live showing her underwear drawer, talking about, oh, she got multiple pairs of cheetah, pant, uh, cheetah underwears and all of this kind of stuff. Yo, that joint was crazy. Crazy people love her fetishes. Mm-hmm. Then she went to go sell the underwear on. <laughs> eBay, eBay and that joint really got almost up to like it got up to like ninety seven thousand dollars and then eBay shut it down. Yo, that's wild. Crazy. That's crazy. But still in the market that like females have is crazy. Mm-hmm. Ninety seven thousand. That's that's horrendous. You know what was wild to me? I seen this was a tweet. A tweet from a lot girl Grams. Y'all be sleep on her. Um, she was like, because then the next day, like Lotto did an interview and they was asking her like who her man's was and she's like oh I'm a private person and like so yesterday you went on Instagram live and showed the whole world your underwear drawer but don't want to tell people who your bare boyfriend is because you're a private person crazy embarrassing that don't crazy. make no sense yo that's sick <laughs> that joint don't make no sense that joint's sick talking about yeah embarrassing I hate that Mm-hmm. We really hit this last topic. Trying to hack. Uh, Hacks teasing. You get them W 2s and 1099s. Get all your documents together. Like everybody get that. Ball mm-hmm. ball. Get your. Everybody's tax. Kind of low. Tax is done. Now, I haven't started my joints yet. So I know. Started. It takes effort. It takes effort. Yep, yep, yep. Don't. Wait till the last minute. You be filing for them extensions, paying dog. I remember like one year, well, I say like two years ago, I waited till like a week before they were due, and I went to the tax lady and they charged me an arm and leg. They charged me like eight hundred dollars to do my joints. <laughs> and that's the crazy mm. thing about like it's really not taught like how to do them in like high school stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would really wonder how much people are actually old or how much they owe. You know what I'm saying? People would be doing sports betting. That's going to come with a, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot. It's, it's, people it's, aren't doing enough. I mean, I guess, like, I feel like the average person isn't doing enough for that makes a difference. But the people right, that right. are, you know, they they taking every advantage of everything they got. Exactly. Big mm-hmm. leaguers. Yep. But it, a lot of companies make it easier with the forms they got. Mm-hmm. They even say Floyd Mayweather was sending uh, tax documents <laughs> to the strip clubs. <laughs> oh. Hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh. yeah you know, that documents prepared, man. Get your taxes. And that's something everybody hates. Chris Brown on $4 million. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all got anything else before we wrap this joint up? 
Nah, getting taxes safe. Happy Black History Month. With that said, we out. Thanks for tuning in to Opinions to Million Podcast. Please subscribe, like, comment, share. New episode dropping every week. You want to hop on the next one? Shoot us an email. Follow us on all social media at Opinions to Million. We out. <laughs>